Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What the hell is up, everyone? This is Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans, and I am your host, Elliot Clough. Now, if you can tell, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit down at the moment. I don't know if you can tell about my voice right now. Before I even get into anything, I, I honestly want to apologize for, for Monday's podcast. I'm going to leave it up, um, but the state of things i think i was i think i was acting as if things were almost normal you know i, I chose to address george the passing of the well, the murder of george lloyd floyd excuse me sorry and for good reason and, and i'm glad i did but i think i followed that up with talking as if things were pretty much normal it was the acknowledgement and then move right on classic thing that uh, a lot of people do and and not addressing it to the fullness that it deserves uh, the situation and, and uh, where we're at right now and, and the dire place that we're really at as a country this is pivotal as to where we go forward um, but if you did miss Monday's episode we revisited that a little bit talked about last week's polls talked about some NBA playoff developments um, so, you know, it's almost like we can't escape it. Not that we should, not that, not that this situation is something to be avoided or, or not talked about, but being a, but being in all this negativity sucks. We have to, we have to acknowledge that it's just a tough time to be, <laughs> Tough time to be alive right now, um, especially if if, you, if you're black. I, I mean, to be real, this is weighing on me heavily as an individual, white individual who grew up in small town Iowa, who now lives in Madison, Wisconsin, and all, I mean, grew, went to college in Cedar Falls, Iowa. Uh, yeah, I lived in Indianapolis for a little while, but... I mean, living in places that are predominantly white and I'm just really feeling down and I, I hate the way that America is being perceived right now. Um, Twitter is just off an awful place to be in, right? It's just pure negativity. I mean, it's calling and it's tough because it's calling to action. Some really important things calling to light, bringing to the light some really important things. So it's just a tough spot that we're in and, and I'm sorry to those of you if you're trying to to get away from I'm not sorry. If you're trying to get away from it, we got to continue to talk about it. Otherwise, things aren't going to change. And it's become more evident today, more, I mean, yesterday, I should say, more than ever. Um, one of the most notable names in the city in New Orleans. 
I'm sure you've seen it all over Twitter, all over social media, the videos, people who probably didn't even see what Drew said, uh, chanting F Drew Brees, F Drew Brees. Uh, and I'm sorry if you noticed some more ums today than normal. I'm just gonna leave this raw. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit out the the nasty buzzing in the background and and uh, I'm gonna do the intro as normal, the outro as normal. But if you hear me saying uh and um more frequently today, it's because I want to make this completely raw. I'm I mean, the quality's gonna be good, but I'm not I'm not censoring myself. I'm not trying to put on a front that these emotions aren't real and, and genuine and we have to be as sincere right now as possible as well because we're doing a disservice otherwise if we're not um so to to readdress what we're, what we were talking about there uh i talked about drew Brees and his recent comments um when in an interview with yahoo finance not even sure how that came about but um to give a little background here of what I'm about to address. If you were a fan of, of Clough and Q Sports Talk, the radio show uh, that I co-hosted when I was in college uh, with, with Quentin Mendelik at, at UNI, shout out to Q, uh, one, of my, one of my good friends from college. Uh, you, know, you know that I've been a big fan of Drew Brees for, for a while now. He's one of the gentlemen that I looked up to as a kid someone who I thought conducted himself properly, especially in terms of family life. And, and uh, he's very professional and well-spoken. But Drew really messed up today, yesterday. Drew really messed up yesterday. If you haven't heard, Drew Brees apparently still believes that kneeling for the national anthem is, quote, disrespectful again to to reiterate this is on yahoo finance i just like drew is a smart guy like you have to know that's not the point of what's going on right now he has to know he has to. Has he looked at social media? I mean, he posted that thing on Instagram that was from MLK, but, like, he didn't address racism. I mean, he didn't say black. I mean, it was. it's very clearly where we're at right now. What Drew posted is more or less the same standpoint as the all lives matter bullcrap that we're facing right now. And JJ Reddick said it on his podcast, put it so well, eloquently. JJ, if that dude does not get a job in broadcasting once he's retired, I will be shocked. But what JJ said was, this is like going to an event about breast cancer and then being upset that they're not talking about other types of cancer. This is about breast cancer. This is about black lives. And I forgive me if I didn't get that exactly right, but my gosh, Drew, read the freaking room. You know the situation. You know what's going on. You know the people of the city that you represent. 
You know what you've done for New Orleans in terms of Hurricane Katrina. You know how to lead people. Now? Of all times, right now, dude. Literally could have just declined the interview. And I don't want to make this about Drew. But, I mean, it's about Black Lives Matter. It's about, I mean, racism that the country's dealing with at the moment trying to address i was gonna say eradicate but you just can't eradicate unfortunately which is disgusting but now drew's got teammates who aren't having it cam jordan malcolm jenkins michael thomas emmanuel sanders alvin kamara other guys all over professional sports jamal adams lebron james stephen jackson ed reed they're all either tweeting about it putting up videos about it and rightfully so Like, and now the world is going to claim that Drew Brees is racist and uh, he's a MAGA guy because he has a picture with Donald Trump. And Drew Brees is, excuse me, Drew Brees has been saying this from the get-go about disrespecting the flag and everything that it stands for in World War II and like, sure, man, sure. Personally, America, for me, is one of the most prosperous countries that has ever lived. The West, collectively, is the best societal, like societally that's ever been. That doesn't mean that there's fault in it, that, that there's not fault in it, excuse me. So I think, I mean, comparatively to countries like Syria and I don't know Iraq that have had awful awful things happen with like ISIS and Al-Qaeda I mean we're not living in a communist state thank Christ hundreds of millions of people died due to socialism look it up but so, so what I'm getting at is to a degree I get where he's coming from, but that's not the point, man. That's not the point. Cat made it clear. Read a blog, dude. You have to know. Do I think Drew Brees is racist? Absolutely not. Do I think this was really freaking stupid? Yes. Do I think he should read a book? Yes. And like... I just don't get it. I really don't. This is just... I mean, you can stand up for the guy if you want. And if you're reading, like, what I've said here as that, not the case. Do I think Drew, for the most part, is a stand-up guy? Yes. Am I standing up for him in this situation? No. This was just fucking dumb. This is a Pelicans podcast, but, I mean, we're covering New Orleans here. And 
I try to stick to the Pelicans as much as possible, but given the circumstances, we got to talk about this. This is just, I mean, I don't, ugh. It just makes you sick to your stomach, you know? If you weren't already sick to your stomach. And Drew's going to issue a statement. I'm sure he's going to talk with the team in this upcoming meeting that was not an emergency meeting, apparently. Uh, some Somebody was tweeting that it was an emergency meeting because of what Drew said. It's not. That's That's not true. I think... Being that he is a quality leader, I think he'll he'll speak to the team and at least put a Band-Aid on it. I mean, guys like Malcolm Jenkins, who were a part of this movement however many years ago in the NFL, I don't know how they're going to, how he's going to take that as the newest mem- one of the newest members of the Saints. Emmanuel Sanders, a new member of the Saints. I mean, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, Cam Jordan is a huge name in that locker room. I mean, the Saints were the pinnacle of all of, I mean, of class in the NFL, really. And now the locker room is going to be torn in half, if not three-fourths and a fourth or, or something to that degree. Maybe the 49ers would trade for him. Make him and Nick Bosa teammates. I re- I gen- I'm being serious here, folks. We can't go all social justice warrior here and cancel Drew Brees. And say he's an awful human being because he's not. This was really, really freaking stupid. Am I absolutely disappointed? 100%. I'm right there with you. Do I hate Drew Brees all of a sudden? No. Am I, again, I'm just going to say it one more time. This is just, it's just stupid. It's just upsetting. Like of all the things that are going on right now, now is the time to say that. Golly, man. You have led multiple NFL teams. Two, I should say. And... uh, I'm just going to reiterate it. Read the frickin' room, bro. Read the frickin' room. All right. (laughs) But now we got to talk about more crap coming out of New Orleans. To boot, the Pelicans and Gail Benson's response to all of this, like, first of all, they were one of the last teams to respond. Obviously, that's important because these organizations have so much reach throughout the country. And sports are so important, especially when we're in a place that's so divisive. Sports unify us. And Gail Benson and the Pelicans just were absolutely, they sucked. They sucked on this. They were one of the last teams, and all they did was pat themselves on the back. I mean, go check out our guy, David Grubb. I was on his show in New Orleans, Hard in the Paint, probably a month or two ago. Uh, He wrote an article on the piece, uh, or on the, excuse me, he wrote an article on, on what, how the Pelicans responded. You can find that on the bird rights. I'll put that in the description. 
Uh, he did a great job recapping the statement and its blatant insufficiencies. Um, Benson basically patted herself and the organization on the back. Uh, said, we're good because we've done this and this and this and this. And we've talked to Lonzo Ball and JJ Redick. So now it's fine. Don't look at us. It's the same. I mean, I feel different about Gail Benson. I can tell you that, but it's just, it's just stupid. Like it was just, now is the time to stand against racism. It's not hard. It's not left versus right. It's not black versus white. It's everyone versus racism. That is not fucking hard. Believe it or not. Take two seconds to think about it and you'll figure it out. You're a freaking billionaire, millionaire, whatever Benson is. And you can't figure that out? I mean, she didn't write that. PR people wrote it. But my gosh. Hire better people then. <laughs> Benson's just a garbage owner. The fact that this team was able to acquire David Griffin, Trajan Langdon, and then a woman to the quality of Swin Cash is just shocking. Gail Benson sucks. Man. Also, if you did miss it, on top of the late response that the Pelicans made, uh, they did follow it up with a interaction with Ernie Johnson. Uh, if you missed that, I did retweet it. It was an NBA, hashtag NBA together. Uh, Ernie Johnson was joined by, by Lloyd Pierce, Swin Cash, and David, Griff David Griffin, excuse me, and Alvin Gentry. Uh, to discuss the racism, police brutality, and uh, our shared responsibility to drive change. Just read the, the tweet quote for quote. Uh, that is, I did retweet it, but you can go to NBA as well. Uh, NBA, just at NBA on Twitter. It's about a 50-minute, 5-0, 50-minute conversation between the, the one, two, three, five of them. Five of them. And it was very genuine it was authentic it was raw uh i think they did a a decent enough job i mean this was obviously a, a pr stunt by the pelicans but like i said i love i love alvin i love david griffin i love swin cash i think they did a good job um this in this situation so you can check that out on on nba uh the nba twitter page or i'm sure it's on youtube nba's page i retweeted it so you can head over there and check it out but um so we don't end on our somber note folks uh that doesn't mean that we forget everything that i talked about at the beginning of this episode if you can donate there's a bunch of resources. Just type Black Lives Matter into Google. You'll be able to find a bunch of places to donate to to help fight racism uh, and, and do as much as you can. Go to these protests. Protest peacefully, please. And, and call your representatives. Let them know that police training needs to change. We can't just say, hey, you got three weeks figure it out we need to be figuring out what these guys believe uh i mean 
well, maybe not. Maybe that's maybe that's a little bit much, but racism has no place in law enforcement. I'll say that. And this job has to become... It has to be viewed as a highly touted job. It has to be a job that's difficult to get. Not to the degree that, you know, Navy SEALs is, but these guys need to be weeded out one way or another. They do. That is the last thing I will say on that. In other news, turning to the playoff format that is not quite set in stone, but basically there, all that needs to be put forth is a vote. The NBA is looking to put together a 22-team format that they'll finish off the rest of the regular season. The plan includes 13 Western Conference teams and 9 Eastern Conference teams, 8 regular season games, and a possible play-in tournament for the 8th seed and playoffs, sources told Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. So we got the top 8 teams in each conference, and then the Western Conference adds New Orleans, Phoenix, San Antonio, Portland, and Sacramento in the East is throwing in Washington as well, who absolutely does not deserve a spot in the playoffs, but they're there because it was all teams within six spots of the eighth and final placing. That way they could find, I believe, uh, an even amount of teams and then figure out that situation, add incentive to try to make the playoffs, stuff like that. So uh, it's not the World Cup style, the that we had talked about a little bit ago that I thought was probably the best option. I actually like this a little bit more. Uh, that way we get eight regular season games. I mean, basically all playoff games for these teams. I'm very, very excited to see the Pelicans play basketball again. So in that playing scenario for the eighth spot, that'll be dependent on if the Pels or another team is within four games of that eighth seeded team. The Pels are currently three and a half games back of the Grizzlies. So are the Trailblazers. In a situation where they were to both end within four games, the Pelicans would have the tie break as they are four. Or they swept the the Trailblazers this regular season, 4-0 against them during uh, what was the regular season this year. And the Pels do have a majority of tiebreakers against the teams they'll be fighting for the eighth spot with. Uh, I believe the only deficit they have is against the Spurs, but they will be playing the Spurs once to try to even that out. Uh, and then it'll probably come down to regular season games and the Pelicans have a bit like a one or a two game lead on the Spurs at the moment. So what we're looking at for the remainder of the schedule for the Pelicans is Kings, Jazz, Clippers, Spurs, Grizzlies, Kings, Grizzlies, Wizards. So face value folks we're gonna say win kings win versus the kings win versus the kings win versus the grizzlies win versus the grizzlies win versus the wizards and then up in the air against the jazz clippers and spurs so hopefully end the season five and three uh, which will put the pelicans at i believe 31 and 39 so playoff spot uh hopefully and they'll be facing off probably with the Grizzlies for that eighth spot. Uh, fresh legs for everyone. I think this is going to benefit, honestly, the the older teams because they get a chill for a little while and then jump right back into it if they've had playoff experience. Uh, the, the the Pels are going to be leaning on JJ, I think, big time and in terms of leadership going into the playoffs now. Uh, I think this will be good for Zion to pop guys in the mouth too. I think that'll be good. 
uh, for the Pelicans as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think this situation turned about not as well as it could have gone, but this, is, this isn't this is ideal. This is good, though. I, I think this is an opportunity for the Pelicans to really prove that they deserve it, and who's not excited to watch the Pelicans play again? Also, the this is very made very clear here as well that the NBA absolutely wants the Pelicans in the playoffs. Talked about that last episode, uh, but uh, it's just continuing to be reaffirmed, and thank God god that we have zion williamson huh uh this will be uh pretty pretty exciting to see how this ends up uh also to uh address coronavirus there will be tests like every day i don't think the pelicans play not pelicans but the players in general won't be able to shower at the facilities they'll be able to shower back at their hotels Uh, and it's going to be the same thing for people who are working there there's obviously going to be no fans in situations like this so or just in the in the remainder of the nba season so excited folks we've got we got basketball on the horizon we got sports on the horizon so 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 we're coming back um some good news in all the distraction and all the destruction and all the sadness that we're facing right now as a country all the the uh incivility and and brokenness that is very clear in this world uh so sports will be back folks we have something to unify us once again before i let you go make sure to go check out elliot clough at e-l-i-o-t-c-l-o-u-g-h on twitter if you have any thoughts responses to anything i've said here go ahead and respond to this tweet or you can respond to any other tweets of mine that regard Anything that's happening right now, you can just at me out of nowhere or hashtag what the Pell as well. And while you're here on Apple, or if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe, leave a rate and review. The more you do that, the more you're going to get better guests and quality content on this podcast. Go follow Believe on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and you can check out a plethora of their other podcasts on Believe.com or just head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or google play you can check out more pelicans coverage on fansided's hoops habit page or the bird rights once again i'll be putting in the description that article by david grubb so you're going to want to check that out do not forget head over to twitter and follow at elliot clough or hashtag what the pell in order to engage with the podcast stay tuned for another pod coming up here we'll be talking about the pelicans legitimate chances to make a playoff berth so Thanks for listening, folks. Stay safe. Go Pels. And I am Elliot Clough. This was Believe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.